My name is Fraser. My name is Mark. And we are the hosts of the Geekiest Show Alive. To the outside world, we're ordinary geeks. But in the fab international studios, we talk comics and find other geeks just like us. This is Geek of the Week. Welcome to Geek of the Week. You're on issue 27. We joined the 27 Club. Woo! With your regular hosts, Fraser and Mark. I'm Fraser. And I'm Mark. What's the 27 Club? Um, actually, no, it's probably not a good thing to, um, to say. That. Oh, it's the people who did something really, really cool before they were 27, but yeah. then died. At 27. But I do have a little present for you, actually. Cause I f- do I, you? Yeah. Um, we'll we'll swiftly move past. Is, the 20, is it is it mockery? Club. It's it's partly mockery, but it's also <laughs> it's also something I planned for you way 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 back in probably like the new year or something. Right. And we joked about it one time. I tried doing it two weeks ago, forgot, and then obviously we had technical difficulties last week. But it's oh hang on, let me just hmm yeah, this should work. Fingers crossed. I did not hit her. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. Really? Yeah. Are we going to have to bleep out that naughty word? Maybe. Oh. No, no probably not. It'll be fine. It'll be fine on the night. Well, <laughs> what I'll do is for future... That film's terrible. For future... Uh, yeah, well, you watched it at New Year. And I don't I know. Did. I think I was... Um, obviously, because I do all the editing with the YouTube, I t- check, like... Um, I have to go back to older issues, but not recently because I'm catching up with Trade Off. Woohoo! Mm. Hoping to be actually be on, like, on time with the shows next week. But yeah, so the, the, I was listening to one back and I was like, oh, we never did that. And then, yeah, like I say, two weeks ago, I was like, so what we do is every week, I'm like, just do, do that little intro for you, but obviously just shorten it. Maybe because you should edit the naughty word I out. I should, yeah. I just yeah. clicked it in then at the time, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is uh, Geek of the Week, issue, 20, <laughs> issue 27. We've got a jam-packed show for you today. We've got some juicy bit of news coming from Star Wars Celebration and a cool Disney Plus thing. We've got four comics on Pull or Pass. Yeah, four, yeah. We're extending out here. We're warming ourselves up because we've got a big chunky load of comics coming in a future show where we're going to have to be reading an average of 17 comics a uh, Pull or Pass episode. Are you serious? But more about that... Um, in May. <laughs> Before we go into the news, and Fraser. trade off this Fine. is Mark's choice. Mark's giving me sex criminals, so we've got you got that to look forward to. And then finally, the fourth segment is going to be the return of Binge It or Bin It, and this is going to be the third one of the series. This is going to be one that Mark's seen, but I haven't. Go on, before we get into the news. I just want to shout out to Paul Ripley from Fab Radio. After our technical difficulties last week, there were problems recording the show, basically. But we found a way to do it that involved a hell of a lot of work for the guy that runs Fab Radio. Yeah. And he he had our back. Big prop. He did some serious editing for us and put together the show that otherwise we simply wouldn't have had one last week. So big love to Paul Ripley. Listen to the Ripman show on Fab Radio. Yeah. Oh, we would have had a show and it just wouldn't have been the same. Yeah, no, stellar, stellar effort there. Appreciate it, Paul. Thank you. Are you ready for the news? I am now after the shout out, yes. Let's, let's roll it on. Photos of Spider-Man. Too hot. 
So, you know with the sons of J. Jonah Jameson, it's time for the news on Geek of the Week. And yeah, two super huge um, events happened, stories that are going to break. There's probably more mini stories that we could have delved into, but um, Mark doesn't believe that these two stories are going to be... We could do the whole show on these, I believe, but we're going to... You know, I, see how, see I how just, we're just feel like we need more than two items of news. Nope. Not when it's the these jam-packed heavy load bits of news. So Star Wars Celebration happened in Chicago, and a lot of stuff got dropped there. So we're going to delve into that a bit. But the first big thing we're going to talk about with Star Wars Celebration, of course, even if you didn't know Star Wars Celebration was happening, you saw this. There was... An episode nine trailer, and we got the title. It's Rise of Skywalker. Now, what did you think of this trailer? Why are we talking about Star Wars? It's a film franchise, not a comic book franchise. It's a comic book franchise that saved Marvel in the 70s. If it wasn't for Star Wars comics, we wouldn't have Marvel today. I don't dispute that. Get dabbed on. I don't dispute that, but it was films before it was comics. It's a comic. No, no, no. It was films before comics. Is this an accurate statement, Fraser? no. No, because... I um, actually have to correct you there. During the 70s, when Lucas um, laid out the script for Star Wars and stuff like that, he actually made deals with Marvel Comics at the same time and Kenda Toys at the same time, so they all came together in one thing. You, if, but it was a film first. No, no, though. but if you, if you want that argument, there are many songs that you shouldn't and I shouldn't have played. There are many stories in the past we shouldn't have talked about. What else is there? Right, what, well, okay. No, there's comic books on pull or pass we shouldn't have done because they were a thing. This is, I'm sorry, this is a very sour point because on World Book Day, I dressed up as SpongeBob once and there are SpongeBob books and I had the best costume, but I lost out because they were like, oh no, it's a TV show. And, like, no, and they were books. right. No, but there's books. So I anyway, was, so, so, right, okay, I will acknowledge your point, even though I don't think you're right, if you let me book manga. On, nope. on um no because no, mangas on trade off manga's different manga manga is drawings with text that is a comic book no it's a different this film franchise isn't even a comic book yeah it is it's a comic book there's a long series of comic books which like I acknowledge I said, inspired by the film no but like like I said you played right you played music from the Matrix the other week so if it wasn't for the Matrix you wouldn't be able to play that Buffy was a TV series before it was a comic book We've talked about that before. So because step, there was a comic no, book released no, that day. Off, step off your high horse, because we've already do, like we've done this with other stuff, and it's Star Wars. All right. It just seems that it happens when it suits you, not no, me. I have just done two examples <laughs> of how it suits you. We talked about Anthem, which was a video game. We talked about Warcraft and stuff was like a that. Comic book released that yeah, week. There's comic book stuff in this. There was comic book stuff released in Star Wars Celebration. Fine. There's going to be a. Comic but I want manga. Book. No, there's going to be a comic book about. I'm getting really flustered here because this is annoying. <laughs> Just talk about Star no, Wars, no, Fraser. No, talk whatever you want. Talk about nope. Star Wars, nope. Fraser. I'm done in. Nope. I asked you your opinions on it anyway, and that's your bum of opinion. So, the Star Wars trailer was pretty cool, wasn't it? Are you are you genuinely having a live tantrum, Fraser? No. Clearly you are. I'm having a silent moment to myself. Right, well, I'm, we'll talk gather- about something else then. That's I, fine, I win. I'm gathering myself with the force. Carry on, keep talking. Uh, did you feel like the um, the start bit with Ray was a little bit... 
a bit, bit manga, a bit, a bit, bit anime. The way she kind of like ran and then the jump and the, in a cool way, but it reminded me of anime, which I thought. I suppose Star Wars has always been a yeah, little Star bit Wars, anime style, Star Wars, hasn't always, it? Star Wars has always been inspired by anime. George Lucas is a giant weeaboo. Um, he re- is he actually? Have we just made that up? No, he is a giant weeaboo. Like um, he was always inspired by Seven Samurai. Like the original. Uh, okay. Um, the original stuff was. Oh, that, know, that makes that a lot of sense. And um, he, after the prequels, he worked on this animated series, and this is before the other anime. There's two animated series. There's one called Clone Wars, and there's one called The Clone Wars. Most people know the cl- The Clone Wars because that run for a long time in Star Wars Celebration. They did a. You know, it's coming back and at Star Wars Celebration, they did a whole big thing of it. Wasn't the Clone Wars the follow-up to Clone Wars, or am I getting myself confused? No, no. So Clone Wars is a separate thing. It was this animation thing that was inspired by anime, and um, it was a 2D way of drawing it. It's actually not canon anymore, but it's one of them where you can... You can sort of make it canon because... What is canon it, it these does, days? It doesn't affect anything that's um, been produced by Disney or the original films, just to let you know. The canons. Canon's easy to work out. It's fine. But, um, yeah, so... And then The Clone Wars. Um, so, Clone Wars, the anime-inspired one, just so we don't get confused. That, um, that, hap- that was, like, drawn, written, all that stuff, and came out in between episode two and episode three whereas like the clone wars anime the clone wars came out after three so it was you know they did the, but still set in the did, same time period the film yeah they did the film and then they did um the stuff afterwards and leading on to um all the other stuff we've got and yeah that was a re- that was a really cool little series just to go on a bit of a tangent tornado but yeah heavily inspired by um anime yeah George, you heard it here first george lucas big weeaboo Huge weird bit. But it was cool. It was very cool. And um, I got very, very excited for Lando, which is a natural way of keeping that whole storyline going. Lando finally gets the Millennium Falcon back, which oh, is kind of cool. It's funny. Um, there's this picture. Someone's took a clip. For, it's from Solo. And it says, um, I will get my ship back in Solo. It's like over my dead body. And then it's a picture of Lando going, laughing well there you go so that that is exactly how he got it back isn't it over his dead body it's a bit (laughs) it's a bit savage when you look at it that way yeah yeah but yeah no it was cool to it was cool to see lando uh i'll let you keep going with your thoughts i've got a big chunk of well the the emperor gosh ah gosh i lost my i'm sure you did um and the name I got very cross about which skywalker it was i want to know which skywalker it is to foster, foster. But I, 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 I like. Right, here's the thing. I like Star Wars. I don't love it. Star Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> I've been in Manchester too long. <laughs> I like Star Wars. It's it's fun. I, and I watch all the films at the cinema. I, I always make sure I do that because they're the kind of spectacular sci-fi that benefits from the big screen. But I'm just, I'm a nerd who likes nerdy things. But Star Wars isn't let's isn't use, my jam. I, I like it, and I'll always watch it. Yeah. But it's not a big deal to me. Star Wars, really. Let, let's use the term geek because you know branding. Well, yeah, geek, <laughs> and also, also nerd suggests a level of intelligence and computer capability that I don't have. Yeah, I reckon we, we'll stick with geek. We'll stick now. with geek. It's the branding geek of the week, in it. Now, um, I'm a huge Star Wars fan. I, I did know this. Huge. I read the, the way you had a massive whiny tantrum at the read, start of the read show. Read all the novels. Watch the films. Really. 
Watch watch the TV series. Read the comics. Life is too short to read the novels. Books. Life is too short to read the novels. They're terrible. No, they're not anymore. A lot of no, them No, the were. Disney ones. No, the Legends ones were awful because a lot of them were glorified fan fiction, but the team they've got now, like, I will shout out, um, if you want to get into Star Wars books, anything by Claudia Gray. She's exceptional. She's done a lot of cool stuff with Leia. Um, but, yeah, so I'm really, like, I did a little trailer reaction, and you can see me in a, uh airport chapel bathroom. You're an quite, idiot. Quite unique setting. But what I would have happened if someone had walked in and needed a wee? I'd just been like, mate, it's Star Wars. I would have invited them to, like, do you want to come watch? <laughs> you should never, ever invite someone into a toilet cubicle, Fraser. That's no wise. What, to watch Star Wars? I wasn't doing anything dead, dangerous or, like, yeah, worrying that, I'm like, sure hey, that they'll... Yeah. Do you want to watch Star Wars? I, I, in a chapel as well. That's sure the way you trust it. I felt very much like no. a Jedi. Cause I, no. Because I did this path, and then I found the temple or chapel, and I was like, oh, here we go. I'm like... I feel like I'm Ray finding Luke, and um, but I was super hyped for this, for this trailing. You like if you want to see my giddy me get super giddy, just watch that and just oh we'd, my goodness, I'll, we'd have done one I'll together. But you were on like, my way to Prague. Yeah, you were oh, like not Prague, Croatia. You were like a, a huge kind of jet setting guy, yeah. and I was in Salford. But yeah, I just had to say, yeah, so when this start started, it reminded me of the Force Awakens trailer, which got me a load of goosebumps, like, we just hear Ray breathing, now in Force Awakens it was the Finn breathing, and then we see the sand, and it was just, there's something so thin, quiet moments in Star Wars are the ones that just, they set so much up, they yeah, you know, do you notice nothing. it, don't you, the music comes in and it draws you in, and really, uh, what a trailer's most of the time do is like big explosions to get your attention but Star Wars can do it by the very little details like it slowly panned down to her with the lightsaber and then you hear you just hear the um, TIE fighter approaching you like oh this is going down and then when it comes for and she does that slow motion flip it was pretty very very anime and then the music hits it hits hard and yeah, just seeing the whole landscape of it all, you know, and what it also set up, like we saw it, the Death Star in the sand, it's like, is that, which Death Star is that? It's looking more, the theories is speculating, it's obviously with Palpatine, it's going to be more towards um, the Revenge, no, the, I nearly call it the Revenge of the Jedi, Return of the Jedi mm-hmm. um, ship there. I got, I was like, that's Lando. At first I thought I was being racist and just, <laughs> but I was like, that is Lando. It was definitely like, Lando. And I was like, that is, ep- oh, it was just epic. And then, yeah, of course, losing it for, you know, because I grew up with the prequels and I, I will sort of defend him. And one of the great really? things from it is Palpatine. And hearing his voice cackle was like, oh, I'm not going to lie, it got me chills. But what also got me chills was just hearing Luke's voice again. And just, the, you know, the whole thing of, like, um, no one's ever truly gone, which was nice because we saw a bit with Carrie Fisher as well. And mm. the thing is, yeah, I think... I think let's get into speculation. Because if you want to see me, like, get giddy, the YouTube videos, I sort of want to delve more into speculation here. So for me, let's start with... Like you mentioned before, let's start with the Rise of Skywalker. What do you think it could potentially be? And then I'll shoot some theories and speculate I, the, 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 there are a lot of Skywalkers it could be Leia it could it, 
probably isn't because Carrie Fisher died. It could be Luke because apparently nobody ever truly dies. Yeah. Do do we know whether or not Ray is a Skywalker? Obviously, um, Kylo Ren is a Skywalker, Skywalker yeah. or is it a completely new Skywalker, an illegitimate Skywalker, or a Skywalker that? Yeah, like Luke could have had a kid. Well, no the thing is. About. The thing is, uh, Star Wars has a lot of circular stories. You, the, the, the very first Disney one was essentially a very similar story to A New Hope. Yeah, yeah. And maybe there's going to be someone like Luke who was hidden... Yeah, and they're going to go back to that kind of circular storyline, and I think that's an important part of the, sto- the, the the kind of Star Wars universe is that they acknowledge that history repeats itself, and I, it could be a yeah, it, it could be a new Skywalker. Well, the thing, um, yeah, you've talked about it there. So yeah, this is the first thing about what the title could be. This is this is what I love about some star the, some of the Star Wars titles. They offer so much interpretation or so much uh, speculation from just the title. And what we are sort of discussing there is sort of like a person or like um, so like it could be you know it could be Kylo Ren you know going back to a Ben Solo sort of um, maybe calling himself Ben Skywalker because what we learned in Solo was that Han Solo that Solo's not his real name, he just picked it up and now that he's part of something bigger it could be Kylo Ren being accepted into a new family and that's when he becomes Skywalker, we don't know anything about Rey's um, parents, you know they left it, you know in in Last Jedi they were like, oh you're a nobody or whatever but that that could still be open, you know Kylo Ren could have known she was a Skywalker, didn't want her to know he might just be lying straight up, he might not know at all um, so yeah, we could have Ray being a Skywalker. It could also be. So the whole thing of this, like, like you mentioned, this, the first six movies are like poetry between them, and th- this um, third, you know, this third trilogy carries on that poetry. I feel like, and they've mentioned J.J. Abrams and Kathleen Kennedy and everyone in charge that this ninth film isn't all only the conclusion of this trilogy. It's the conclusion of the nine films, which is why I think we're getting. Palpatine back, we're getting Lando back, so he's sort of bringing it all together, but this you know, Anakin Anakin failed he was burnt down, he was redeemed as uh, Vader you know, Luke's passed on, he didn't really succeed, you know, he's caused um, damage, but this could be like you know, them rising up to their legacy being risen. When you actually go through it, Star Wars is pretty bleak it really is, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of uh, horrible stuff there, and you know, younglings being murdered. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. But another thing, just to touch on, just to go more into Luke, is the idea that maybe because it's all about the Jedi and the Sith, and the Jedi and the Sith have, you know, both been in charge and both been, you know, they've had the ups and the downs, and one's led and one like in the in the prequels, it was ruled by the Jedi. In the original series, it was ruled by the Sith, and now it's sort of like neither if that makes sense they're both sort of gone so this could be a whole thing of we need to scrap jedi and sith you know it hasn't worked in the past and there's like a new kind of force if that makes sense and it's instead of being a jedi or a sith it's a skywalker so the legacy of luke skywalker lives on by using his last name as the term for force users and they made it in last jedi one thing i really liked was they sort of made it that the force is for everyone. You don't really need to be like, oh, I'm a Jedi, I'm a Sith, or I'm a force sensitive. It's like, it's something, it's something that's all around us. And I like the idea that sort of like, 
Skywalker becomes the new term for being, you know, in touch with the Force, if that makes sense. It does, but I, I, we, we cannot... The speculation is great. We're all probably wrong. Yeah. Well, it's one of them, in it, as well. They could do all of this or none of this. Um, mm. One thing, let's talk about Palpatine. How do you think he's back? Do you think he's back? Do you think it's just his voice? Is it a Wizard of Oz situation? Uh, well, we've seen ghosts of Jedis. There's no reason why we can't have ghosts of Sith, right? George Lucas had said, has said. Now this is George. He's not in charge of it anymore. He said that. So it's the reason why the reason why Sith are so afraid of death and always are trying to cheat death, like you know Darth Plagueis, Emperor Palpatine, Anakin. Darth Maul. The reason why um, they're so afraid of death is because when a Sith dies, that's them done. And the um, Force Ghost, that was um, a power developed by Qui-Gon Jinn and sort of developed afterwards. And it's sort of, it's a new connection with the Force. What I... Fair enough, I I didn't know that. Like I I say, I'm not as much of a bigger fan (laughs) as you. (laughs) Sorry, get the major geek points here. I think we might see Anakin Skywalker as a Force Ghost because towards the end, you know, we sort of we had that. Re- um, we've already re- seen him. In we've this. had that redemption. We saw Vader as a Force Ghost. Yeah, yeah, we saw. Of... Yeah, we saw him at the end of the thing. So I think. Oh no, I mean, just for this film, I think we're going to see him as a. Um, we might see him as a Hayden Force Christensen. Ghost. Maybe he's, he's so pretty. He's the good thing. The cool thing is as well. He's been getting more and more back into the Star Wars community. Like he turned up at this celebration. He's turned up at celebrations before. He's so pretty. I think it would be really cool if he was a Force Ghost for Kylo Ren, and sort of he saw how Kylo's gone wrong, and he's sort of been like, "Look, dude, it didn't work out for me. It's you know what I learned was this. You need to take this lesson from that. I learned from Luke. You could learn from." Ray, which would be cool. The thing now, the thing with Palpatine is, I've got two two things that I think could happen. In the Star Wars Battlefront game, they had um, they went into the Death Star and they had like this robot that had a like had um, Palpatine's voice in it, and it had orders from there. So it could be he could have found a way of preserving his life by you know like Voldemort in Harry Potter eats the unicorn blood and then goes behind Quill's head. Yes. He could find something like that, so it could be a bot or something, or he could force... Some are saying that maybe he created Rey like he created Anakin, and so some of him lives in her. That's why she's so powerful. There's other stuff that's like, um, yeah, in different bots. There's also... So, Matt Smith from Doctor Who fame, this yeah. is where you're going to get a bit of a chuck uh, thing is, he's been cast in this, but no one knows his role yet. There were some people speculating ages ago, it was it was a daft theory, really, that he was going to be a young Palpatine, but that looks a bit weird. Um, it probably would involve clones, which is just a no-go. For Spidey fans and for Star Wars fans, clones. So, hmm, touchy we, subject. We, we're going to talk about Spider-Man clones later on in the show. Yeah. Spoilers. But, um, but um, what was I going to say? Yeah, so the speculation is now that maybe it's a Wizard of Oz situation and he's managed to find... He can either fake a projection of Emperor Palpatine or he's managed to manipulate some voices and, you know, the, the, um, that Palpatine's going to be this big threat or this big presence and then someone pulls the curtain over and it's just Matt Smith going, Oh, what are you doing? Don't look here! No! <laughs> is and the it, actor who plays the Emperor dead then? No, no, Ian, uh, Ian McKellen's still alive. That v- you know that... I think it's Ian McKellen. Not Ian McKellen. Um, Ian Mc. Oh, what's his name? Ian McNockellen. 
Oh, that's gonna. He's still alive. But... That's all we need to know. Yeah, no, he's al- he's alive. Um, and he also did. So in that trailer, he was at Star Wars Celebration, and he especially recorded that voice for the trailer. So he's he's actually been on board, which sort of leads more. Thank you, Google. Ian McDermott. Ian McDermott. Yeah. Well, da, da, da. yeah, Ian McDermott. So. <laughs> Google also says Seth MacFarlane played him. I don't think he played him in a Star Wars uh, in a canon uh, series. But yeah, he McDermott. So he was there on the panel with the rest of the Star Wars Nine crew, which is really cool. So there is that. It leads more to the fact that he's going to be a bigger presence in this because you know the actor actually turned up and they didn't just use mm, mm. old voices for him. But yeah, it's just it's exciting. Th- th- this is interesting. I'm not a big fan of Star Wars, and when we've watched, regardless of opinions on trailers and whether or not Star Wars counts, when we've watched stuff, does. when we've t- talked Carol. about Endgame trailers or Hellboy trailers or whatever, I've got really, really excited, and I'm just I'm, at the moment I'm like, yeah, I'm looking forward to this film, but I'm not, I'm not feeling the love like I've done when we've, when we've talked about. The franchises I really am into. It's, well, it's really interesting to see because there's been that shift. I it think, looks like a good film, and I'm looking forward I think to it. Sh- but, this, but that's it. There's been a shift because the hype for Force Awakens has now sort of been passed onto like hype for Infinity War and Endgame. I wasn't so the Mar- hyped for that. So the Marvel franchise has sort of surpassed the hypeness and you know breaking box office and stuff like that. But for me, this was sort of a return to Star Wars because Last Jedi, you know, it had mixed opinions. People were still hyped for it when that first came out. But I think Solo, especially for me anyway, left people just going, uh, a bit of a lull with Star Wars. And this was a nice, it was a nice return. As soon as the music started, I got goosebumps again. And I was like, this is how Star Wars, and to be fair, Marvel always get me. I always get the goosebumps. I always get dead giddy. And I, I think that's why I really enjoy it. Like, I really enjoy both because they still manage to, even, you know, if they burn me with a film or they, like, you know, if I read something or there's something, a piece of media from either Star Wars or Marvel that I don't like, they can still grab me like that just with mm. a bit of music or a bit of silence and a lightsaber going, Vroom. Do you not feel that using stuff like that is perhaps a little bit sitting on their laurels. How many zooms before you've had enough of them? Do, you, do you, I, I think that was that was what was wrong with Solo. I think they aren't doing that anymore because it's actually kind of interesting. So, how many lightsaber fights do you think there was in the Last Jedi? Two. None. All right, whatever. Not a single lightsaber fight happened. Some fans were outraged by that. A lightsaber was drawn, but there's never a battle. So I think, I think, the Last Jedi set up a lot of new stuff in Star Wars and what Star Wars could be. Some people didn't like that. Some people really did enjoy that. Uh, I can that. see why there was backlash. Yeah. So. So maybe they're not sitting on their laurels, but d- no, like, definitely like you said, not. The music, the lightsaber. But I don't the think that, you've seen eight times. Before. I don't. I don't think that's sitting on your laurels. I think that's. You know, that's what you come to expect from Star Wars, and it's a Star Wars feel in a way. It's almost like with Marvel, if they didn't have an end credit scene, or mm. now the Avengers theme now is getting more and more iconic. You know, we're starting to hear it more and more, and we're like, 
okay, yeah, now I'm in for I, I, Marvel. I, I don't particularly it's one have of, that opinion. I'm just playing devil's advocate yeah, a little. It's one of them as well. Like, I think one of the things that bummed me out with Rogue One and Solo was that they didn't have an opening crawl. And Rogue a, One was exceptional. No, Rogue I, yeah. One's the best thing they've done since Disney. I know, but I mean, like, you know, just the little details, like an opening crawl, because they did a flashback. They did a flashback scene, and I was like, oh, you could have put some... Because there was this great book called Catalyst that sort of established the um, the Ursos even more. So having that as an opening crawl, it's just a little bit of thing, and, you know, it's it's what you come to accept with, with Star Wars. Um, what you also come to expect with is that it comes out in December, which Solo didn't, and now this is, and I'm very hyped. So, like, what an epic year we're having. We've got Endgame and Episode Nine in one year two epic conclusions to massive franchises you know what i mean like how many film like 22 films i think it's going to be by the time endgame comes out and star yeah. wars it's going to be the like well we, i guess we can say i guess we can say 11 if we count rogue one definitely count rogue one if we count solo 11 we've films. got to count solo it's it's yeah. it's, it's, it's lando's it's canon so it's one of them you know what i mean it's they're all coming together and it's Oh, just what a year what a year there are more stuff in um, Celebration that we can talk about and I'm going to use it as a segue into our next um, topic point so at Star Wars Celebration it was announced um, and a mini trailer was shown but it wasn't available to the public but you know people sneaking cameras it's a bit naughty the Mandalorian series uh, got a little little preview what's Mandalorian? it's uh, you know Boba Fett yeah. It's more people like that, so his uh, species okay, right. and stuff like that. Is that, that going to be on Disney Plus then? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's got really cool directors behind it, like um, John Favreau, who did the first two Iron Man movies. He's behind it all. They've got Taika Waititi directing some stuff, and they've got a load of more female directors working on it. So that looks really exciting. I mentioned Clone Wars before. Is there anything else? Oh, there was an epic game. There was like, it was uh, The Fallen Jedi or something, and that just looks sick. You got to be a Jedi, so pretty buzzing for that but yeah let's segue into disney plus like we mentioned mandalorian is going to be on there and we actually got a release date for disney plus november 12th we also got shows and films announced for them as well um at a marvel side weren't we expecting it to be a bit earlier than that um i wouldn't say so well, the, Disney have started pulling their stuff from everything. We, let, let's not go into the Netflix shows. Yeah. And I was very surprised that Now TV have suddenly got Disney films back on again. So I think that Now TV has probably got a very short-term contract till yeah. November. We watched uh, The Lion King last weekend, and we watched it on Now TV, which was a surprise. I wasn't it's, expecting yeah. to be able to find any Disney. So it's I think yeah. they've, they've done these short-term contracts with Now TV because they have got this date. I think it's interesting as well that you say Now TV because if you're not listening in the UK, Now TV is a streaming service we have, and but we have Disney. It's linked to Sky TV. We have Disney. Um, oh, what's it? Disney Life already? So that is very interesting that it's they've put some of that on Now TV because obviously with Disney Plus coming, but we've already sort of got our own Disney streaming service. So it is weird that some of it's going to Now TV. Like you say, I think Now TV might have done a deal because they are linked with Sky, like a yeah. cable company. They um, they have their own Disney channel sometimes as well. So I think they have like a Sky Cinema Disney as well. The thing about Disney Plus is there's a lot of stuff on it that I'm going to want to watch. But 
I have a limited budget. I'm already paying for Now TV, for Netflix and for Amazon Prime. And you've got stuff coming from the BBC, from Apple, you've got DC Online. I can see a streaming war headed our way. And the only people that are going to lose are the consumer. Because it's been great with Netflix having the vast majority of stuff on it. And if it hasn't, you can go over to Amazon. I'm not sure how that works in the States. I mean, I've seen the States Netflix, and they've got even more stuff than we have. Yeah, yeah. So I just, I, my, I'm concerned. I am genuinely concerned that it's going to spread the market too thinly. And people have limited budgets. They'll subscribe to Disney Plus for a couple of months. They'll cancel it and then subscribe to Netflix to watch what they want to watch. Then oh, they'll no, cancel no, that yeah. and they'll subscribe to something else. So I, I, I feel like the market could end up in more trouble than good with all these new streaming services. Well, it's interesting that you say that because stocks in Netflix went down. I think like I'm not surprised. High 80, 90% or something. Like they went serious. No, it might be, I might have been looking at something else there. But the stocks really dipped with this announcement at Disney Plus. And I think it's one of them, like at the moment, the way TV has worked for the longest time is you know, you're with a cable company or whatever and you have your different packages. So you pick what, oh, I want the Discovery Channel package, I want the sports package. And I feel like that's how it's going to work in the future, but it's going to be with streamers. Well, it's like streaming packages. So yeah, you, yeah. you pay X amount of money and you get Netflix, Disney, and DC or yeah, something. Yeah, like I think that's the only way cable companies are going to be able to keep up, basically. Because we're seeing now, like, I've got, my family's got Virgin Media. And they have Netflix on there. Well, I as don't. An option. I don't watch live telly at all. Yeah. The even if I want to watch live telly, I will just like for example Doctor Who. I will watch it a f- couple of hours later on yeah, the BBC, BBC iPlayer. iPlayer. I don't think I can tune into telly. The last time I tried. Yeah, the last time I tried, I couldn't. I wanted to watch the Eurovision Song Contest live, and we just streamed it through the BBC iPlayer. Yeah. So I, I don't have access to live telly. Even yeah. though I'm on the telly, I should probably get access to live telly. They make you charge. Well, the, the BBC charge you, don't they, for a TV uh, license? The, uh, so, just so you know, um, nine o'clock every Saturday, PCW Wrestling on Fight Network UK, Sky Channel One Nine Two. Tune in and see me interview. Yeah, because because Star Wars isn't comic book related, but plugging wrestling is. Yeah, but I am me, and I'm on this show. No, and I'm me. Watch I me am on Star the telly. Wars. I dress up as Star Wars characters at camp and um, parties. There you go. Get dabbed on. Um, I but yeah, never get more, dabbed on. More shows. I feel physically More sick. shows to talk about as well. So the Bucky, Bucky and Falcon one was um, announced, which I was really exciting. probably won't watch that. WandaVision. What's that? To pull it together. WandaVision. Oh, WandaVision. Yeah. Not One Division. No, WandaVision. Oh, yeah, I'll watch that. Oh my goodness, that's like a Yanni Laurel thing, isn't it? You know that video where, like, if you say it, yeah. if you listen to it. But yeah, that's um, coming along. There's also some film, I think, what film was it? It might have been the Black Widow film was going on to there, but they had this, they had a load of different films. Well, like a films. TV movie? Well, sort of. It's, mm, it's straight, straight to video. It's weird, isn't it? Because, well, when you say that with, like, Netflix as well, Netflix have their original movies, and it's like, yeah. it does replace the, you know, TV movie. But I feel like TV movies are much worse than streaming ones, although saying that there have been some awful ones um, that have been on Netflix uh, we won't really talk about. But, yeah, what do you think about, um, well, those series, really? Bucky is by far my least favourite character in the whole of the Marvel Universe. 
so I won't be watching that. The, there is, you know, there is. We're so spoilt that I'm actually going to probably have to start picking what I watch comic book related, and that one won't be on the on my uh, radar. But I love the Vision, and I love the Scarlet Witch, so that is. I'm quite oh, excited. And about a low key, that. a low key film. I forgot about that. There's a, a, not a low key film. A low key show. Yep, I'm in for that. Um, love low key. It's not going to be like, oh, it's on, it's on the low-key. It's, um, <laughs> yeah, there's a low-key TV show, which is going to be interesting because I wonder when that's going to be... Uh, to be fair, I wonder when all of these are going to be set because obviously low-key um, don't work out too well for him in, on, uh, in, in Infinity no, War. So, I think he's dead. Mm, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Um, the thing is, like, there's also going to be a lot of like older stuff on there that Disney own, and I'm quite excited for that because there will be stuff that I've missed and... They now own, I'm just looking forward to a browse, to be honest with they you. They now own The Simpsons as well. They had a big thing with that. Um, Simpsons has had comics as well, yeah. And that's that's like had, like, what, 30 seasons? So that's a Oof. juicy, juicy bit of content. That's 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 a big game changer. Well, it, it's very difficult to watch The Simpsons legally in any way other than DVD in Britain. So It's on Channel 4 all the time. Yeah, it's, but you can't just get... Access all the episode, any episodes you want, anywhere really. Oh, you mean like streaming wise? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. it's on Channel Four, yeah, all the time, and it's and, and Sky, Sky and Sky as well. If you, uh, but again, that's, that that's just an episode every X Y Z time. But to actually stream it and or watch it linear it is a game. Cha- it's, it's difficult, so it, that is a big deal for Britain. It's like when Friends went on Netflix. That was exactly a big right. Game changing. Same with How Many Move It's those biggins. When did you stop with The Simpsons? Because apparently there's a, there's an episode where The Simpsons gets bad. Oh, uh, isn't it the one where um, we find out that Seymour Skinner isn't Seymour Skinner or something like that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But um, I'm actually re-watching them all on DVD. And um, <laughs> I'm, I'm about series four at the moment. Yeah. And I've literally seen all of them. I've, I've seen them... When I watched it on Sky Telly, it was all out of order. So um, it is weird because so I'm enjoying watching it properly and linear. And to give people the opportunity to do that more cheaply than buying very expensive DVDs is 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 a game changer. I think that's a good point as well because um, it's like you say, any time you do sort of watch them, they're all sort of non-linear or whatever. And cartoons, in a way, especially Simpsons, you never really have to... Like, there's not a continuing story. Family Guy always joke about it, don't they? Like, um, but wait, what about this? And it's like, oh, it's all right. It won't count in the next episode or something. Yes. So it will be interesting to see if there is anything connecting or if you do get anything more from watching them in an order or if you can just, you know, hit shuffle one day on your Disney+. Plus. Now, got a question for you want to answer now. Are you going to be getting Disney Plus straight away from release? Or are you going to wait for it to maybe work out the bugs and stuff like that? Because... Don't know. I'll wait and see what their launch titles are. Genuinely don't know. There was some there. It will depend... Well, yeah, but not all of them. And it will... I will have a decent... I will have a look once there's a decent list of what they're bringing out. Um, And... So, not... Just not from the back catalogue and the stuff they've already announced. You're not... Properly. Properly? Probably. But November's uh, a long way away. I could be dead. I think, unless there's a D23 coming around, which I don't really know about, it might be. I could check it. Um, 
I think this is probably going to be it for now. There are definitely stuff I've missed out from the announcement because they had a big presentation well, on what they were releasing. Well, a long way away. I'll have a look, but probably. Yeah. What, do you think be... you're going to get it? Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh, I might just come around yours then. Faux show. Yeah. I'll steal your net. Here we go. We'll work out a dealership. You get Netflix subscription. I'll I already this. have that. And then that way we can... I think that'll be another thing in the future either families or friends will sort of be like right I've got a Netflix subscription here's my login and you go okay here's my Disney thing and you sort of there's a way to beat the system that's, that, that's not the way to do with it now we've got some film and TV news that isn't um, Disney but well it is Disney now but I'm throwing this in there just so we can play our favourite soundbite Tell me what to do. I don't know what to do. Tell me what to do. I don't know what to do. Tell me what to do. I don't know what to do. Tell me what to do. I don't know what to do. Tell me what to do. I don't know what to do. So yeah, we're going to be talking about Fox. It is owned by Disney, and um, to sort of, to sort of, um, you, you just want to play that sound. Bite. Always, always want to play it. I don't, I don't know why. Um, but yeah, so just to t- to sort of shift the boat around and talk about Fox updates within Disney. So, the gifted TV series has been cancelled by Fox. That doesn't look like it's making its way to... Doesn't look like it's making its way to Disney+. Plus. And New Mutants has been taken off the 2019 slate. Now, that is... Oh! That film's looking more and more likely that it's going to be straight to Disney+, Plus if it happens at all. That's the concern. I, I, I just want to see it. It looks ace. Now, I sort of... Mm, I'm tempted to do another... We haven't done one of these in a while. What? A self-high-five bet. Right. Now, which one do I want to... Hmm. Well, here's I the, don't he, think we're going to see it, because I'm the, sad. Here's the bet. Go on. Oh, hmm, there's three things, though. There's only are, two of us. Are we going to see this film at all? Are we going to... That can be the first bet. And if we do see it, is it going to be cinema or Disney Plus? Well, do I definitely think... don't think it'll be at the cinema. Yeah. Do you think we're not going to see it at all? I suspect we won't see it at all, but it will be leaked. Right. So let's, there's a full option do... for you. There's no self high five here. No, we're doing a self high five bet. It's happening I, because, you know, we haven't had one in a while and, you know, it's a self high five. So this is the bet I'm throwing up there. You say that we're not going to see New Mutants. I say that we're going to see New Mutants in uh, some some way. No, I don't think we're going to. Some way. I, th- I think it's dead. Now, I'm only saying this devil's advocate. I am fully with you. I don't think we're going to see New Mutants. I just want to raise the stakes. You just and, want to bet. And to find more reasons to play. I don't know what to do. Well, I don't know what to do. I reckon that should be like... That's a fourth segment in itself, or a four point five, four and a half segment. Or one and a half, because it happens in the first thing. Yeah. Is that the news? I don't know what to do. That is the news. Now, we want to know your thoughts about all these stories and more. Um, do you know what Fox should do? <laughs> Uh, what were your thoughts on the Star Wars trailer, Star Wars Celebration as a whole? Would you like to go there? Because I would love to go there. And what about the Disney um, Plus streaming service? Are you going to get it straight away in November? What shows on there are you looking forward to? And the films as well. We want to know all your geeky thoughts on these topics and more. Um, to let us to let us hear those thoughts, or, well, read them. 
more accurately. I mean, you can just shout them at us if you find us in the street and go, hey, these are my thoughts about the stories you talked about last week. Feel free to do that. Please don't. But if you want to do the regular thing and the thing that we actually recommend, if you want to type your thoughts to us so we can read them. I prefer that. um, We have a Facebook discussion group. We have a Twitter. And we also have a YouTube comment section where you can click on the video and then type in below and we read and respond to that. We're quite good at responding to stuff. Mm. I'm very proud of us for that. Mm. But yeah, that's issue 27. It's news. Oh. Oh, this is Paul Pass, the section of the show where we take a look at, let's say, a couple, a few comics. We three, sit, three or four. We usually do three, but this week we've got four, baby. It's usually typically three or more. But we take a look at those comics and say whether we would add them to our pull or pass on them. Now, if you're wondering what the term pull means, don't worry. We've got your back. Whether you go into a local comic book store and let's say you, you've just seen the Star Wars trailer and you see a load of Star Wars comics. You're like, I fancy that. You pick up, let's say, a Lando one. You pop it down on the desk and the cashier will say, do you want to add this to your pull? And you say, yeah, sure. Basically, whenever a Lando comic comes out, they will keep it behind the desk for you, keep it safe, um, so no one else steals or, well, not steals, buys your Lando comic and you're not left with, oh, I've got one, two, three, and four of Lando, but then I'm missing five, six, seven, so I'll just have to go nine, ten, and it can become very frustrating. Also, what you can do is, we learned the hard way, is <laughs> that if you don't do this, you can miss out on your books, is if you know something's coming out in the future, um, comic companies are really good at bringing out call solicitations. They'll let you know when comics are coming out months and months in advance. You can tell your retailer, hey, uh, I want to add this to my pull, and they'll bring it in. A pre-pull. So, yeah, sometimes it's really important to do that as well because, you know, comic book stores, especially smaller ones, can only get in a certain amount of comics. And for some of your indie titles or your smaller Marvel DC titles, you know, the like the, we talked about Renew Your Vows the other week, not every comic book store is going to get them in unless they know someone's going to buy it. True. So, yeah, four comics that we're going to talk about this week. And we're going to start with always one of my faves is uh, Symbiote Spider-Man by Marvel, of course. And it's the return of Peter David, who... Um, this is a little thing for you. He wrote the latest Spider-Man 2099 series. And it was really good, but no one picked it up. So it stopped. I picked it up, but... That's a shame. I know. I know. Yeah. What did you think of Symbiote Spider-Man? Just to set up the story, this is... Um, they're telling some stories in between um, Secret Wars, where he picks up the suit, and before it goes to Venom. So it's really cool. It's like a little space in between. Why did you think of the book? Well, for me, this um, I'm a huge fan of um, the Big Finish audios, um, Doctor Who stuff, and they are basically stories set in between canon. They're canon set in between canon television episodes. So they there's a huge back catalogue of them, and they're they're brilliant. They're absolutely brilliant. So as a concept, this is something I like. A modern day story dropped. In, in your canon, and I like yeah. that. I really like that as a concept, so I was quite excited for this. And um, they do really well with references to, like, cultural references to Muppet Babies and Power yeah. Pack and stuff like that. They I thought cool. that was really cool. And Mysterio has always been campy 
but occasionally badass. That's and thing. they got Mysterio right. And yeah. it was fun. It was a lot of fun. That's the thing with Mysterio. He's either super badass or like... He's, you know, he's, he's that camp sort of like... He was both in this story. And, and they managed to find the balance here, which was great. Mm. And they mentioned how, like, oh, even Powerpot could beat him. It was, yeah, it was hilarious. One in-joke I did like was they mentioned the Broadway stuff. They were like, oh, maybe I should do Bro- Spider-Man. I was like, maybe I should do Broadway. And it's like, nah, who would watch a Spider-Man Broadway show? And it was like, yeah. hey, nice. It was very clever. We saw the human fly as well, which was <laughs> funny to see against Spidey. I was like, oh, I like that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think it, it was a really g- cool story, and it was they split it up into chapters, which I really enjoyed as well. It was also I was like, oh my goodness, this is like a mini trade, um, or like one of those, you know, when you get a big issue and it's got all different stories. And I enjoyed, yeah, I enjoyed us. We went back and forth from Mysterio and Spidey. Like the first chapter was about them fighting, and obviously. And then we go back and we see how Peter got to this situation and how. Um, how Mysterio got to this situation. It was really cool to see. I liked Mysterio's mate as well. Mm. And it was sort of, you got more sympathy for Mysterio for learning like how he got into that situation because he was actually wanting to retire as Mysterio. And then at the beginning, you sort of seen like, oh no, Peter's the nasty one in this situation because the symbiote did some bad stuff. And they managed to perfectly get into the time period of that Spidey book. I thought so. Because you had Black Cat there, you know... We, obviously with the black suit and it was sort of everything that was spidey in that time period was represented there which yeah i thought the usage of the world trade center was an interesting choice and it was yeah it, it was it was quite brave but i think it was the right choice because it contextualizes exactly the uh, the time and I, I presume it's been acknowledged in the comic book since that the world trade center fell oh they did this beautiful story um about the World Trade Center. There you it, go. It was all. It was a specific comic, like dedicated towards it, and you know, helping raise funds. You know, sort of how like mm. the um, Love Is Love did for the. Yeah. And they have all these obviously New York heroes and like Spideys there, sort of. Yeah, yeah. Just trying to deal with it, and they sort of highlight the true heroes with a fire service that day, and, and it was yeah, nice touch. And in the first Spider-Man film in Sam Raimi. If you look at a load of earlier trailers... Just, I was about of, yeah, to say that. So, were, again, it's another reference, because yeah. that was cut from the film, yeah, quite yeah. quite rightly, that it was cut from the film, that they've they've put it as, a, as, as like, a tribute in this comic book, and that's, that's pretty cool. Now, I want to draw something back. Now, this is going to be related to the news, of course, so if you listen to this on YouTube, check out the news video. So, um, Doctor Who comic. Mention it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was was Doctor Who a comic book before it was a TV show? So um, this is no. a this is a no. pass for me. Um, no. I, 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 as much as as fun as no. it was. So so you gave me all that fleck well, about you, Star seriously, Wars. Fraser, and Doctor we're, Who. we're running out of time. We can talk about this after the show. No, stop being stop. No, being no, in. you called me. You called it out on air. It was a specific comic so book that go. was released at that time, so and we've all, I've already defended this particular thing. You just you just there. wasting no, time. I'm just saying. Is so it go on? Pull or pass? Pass. It's a pass. Really? Yeah, it is. Um, it's good, but I am enjoying Life Story more. And I've, I've, I have I've pulled Life Story. I don't, uh, I, it's a surprise pass, but I'm enjoying Life Story oh, more. So, <laughs> and I read number two this week, and it is just so phenomenal. You, you've got a bit more self-control with Spidey than me, because I'm sort of one of them where, where like, oh, no, I'll choose it. I'm getting enough Spidey with this, where I'm sort of like, oh, all the Spidey I can get. Because, yeah, Life Story was incredible the stuff chip zadarsky's doing that because we're in the 70s now aren't we and it's 
man. Yeah, it's brilliant. And you, yeah, and, it, and he's they did aging. the clone. They did the clone stuff well. Yeah, how is that possible? Limiting it. Yeah, limit the clone stuff because it was the, great. Th- the thing the nineties went wrong with. Because the story happened in the 70s and then they brought it back in the 90s. It started off well, but then they kept going. So if you do it in small doses, I imagine it's just going to be the one it comic because we're going to be in the 80s. It worked really well. It's, yeah. it's, that, that is an exceptional comic book. And Symbiote Spider-Man was, was good. Yeah. And at some point I might read the lot in one go, but it's not a pull for me. Yeah, more shout-outs to Chip Zdarsky as well. He's, um, he's, rocking it with, he's rocking it with Life Story and he's rocking it with... Um, Daredevil. He's also coined the term thick pin, thick pin instead of kingpin, which is brilliant. He is quite thick. <laughs> um, and also another shout out for a Marvel book is War of the Realms. It's it is flying by. It's doing exceptional stuff. We talked about on Polar Pass, and uh, obviously it was a pull for both of us that time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, but pull for me on Symbiote Spider Man. No surprise there. It's a Spider Man book, of course. Now another big favorite hero of mine is Robin, more importantly, Nightwing, Dick Grayson. And there's a new writer on it at the moment. So this is, we're talking about Nightwing 59, but don't get too worried about, oh my goodness, what about the other 58? This is a new start of an arc. It's a new start of a writer. And it's a writer I'm really a, a, a huge fan of. It's Dan Jurgens, and he did a, he's done a lot of Booster Gold stuff. And he always manages to find a way, if Booster Gold's not in the story, if it's not a Booster Gold title, to get Booster Gold in so um he did it recently when he was writing action comics that's how we got to see booster and he sort of reintroduced booster into um reba so got a lot of props for dan jurgens i do like him the nightwing book now is um it's much more different than the nightwing i was reading previously now i was doing i i hold my hands up i'm sorry i might be destroying the comic book business here but i was trade waiting with nightwing because i was reading titans at the moment at the time and i was getting enough I was getting enough Nightwing. There's nothing wrong with trade waiting. I was getting Everybody it, does it. I was getting enough Nightwing month for that. I could wait until the trade came out. I did the same with Flash. I apologise to all. Um, so for me, this was sort of like, uh, right, let's see if I can if I can just go into the single issue things. And they're doing a lot of new stuff. We talked about this ages ago in the news. He's no longer Dick Grayson. He's Rick Grayson. He's got a weird shaved head. And he's formed this team called the Nightwings. And this story sort of focuses on a new recruit, a new Nightwing. That Don't get me wrong, the character's great. I just don't know if it's the Nightwing book I want to read, if that makes sense. But let's get I your s- thoughts on I it. I struggled with this. The... the I... Th- I, mean, I I remembered halfway through that we had discussed the Dick to Rick thing, and I thought it was a different character. Yeah. It, uh, yeah. To begin with, I was like, who's this? Oh. Rick, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. And as much as... Uh, at the time, I said it probably needed doing because of the connotations with the name Dick, but now I've kind of changed my mind, no. I think. I, so, well, like, I struggled with Just it. think Rick Van Dyke. No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and um, So, for, for the... For, like six or eight pages I was like is this Dick Grayson or not yeah. what well, it was it's hard to tell because it doesn't look like him either the, as well the other character Hutch yeah, I'd, H- I'd H- never Hutch, yeah. heard of him no um, he's a new character to be fair is he completely new was yeah. that his debut no he's a new character in the Nightwing series right okay it, I, I, I didn't find much there yeah. and the, the art I loved the art reminded me of um, Frank Miller's stuff, which, yeah, which suits yeah, the Batman epic. kind of yeah. vibe that ba- Nightwing Batman has. Batman world, yeah. Board but that, that's well. really Ooh. the only strong point I found, was that I really liked the artwork. I know. And 
I, 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 want, I, I feel bad because I know it's your thing, but it, it no, wasn't no, no. for but me. Don't, uh, don't feel bad at all because for very, me, very little there for me. It was one of them. It was a dis. It was a disappointment for me because, oh, like really? I say, I, I really enjoyed Dan Jurgens' work, and obviously, you know, it's his first. It's his first issue, and he's putting up. He's having to de- deal with the stories that he's been left with beha- uh, before. So maybe it, we might. I might come back to Nightwing when it's Dan Jurgens writing it and. Rick turns back to Dick and actually becomes more of a Nightwing because this reminds me of... So when I read Nightwing in the New 52, Nightwing changes to just Grayson and he becomes a secret agent, which is really cool, Mm. but... I didn't want to read that. I wanted to read him as Nightwing. So I actually stopped with New 52 when he stopped becoming Nightwing and became Grayson. And it's that sort of thing again of like, when he's a new character, it's like, I like him as Robin. I like him as Nightwing, so... That's what I'm going to read him as. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean? I, I think it's I'm a, a huge, I'm a huge Nightwing fan as well. I've got a Nightwing backpack that I carry around everywhere. And it's really nice because whenever someone knows what it is, it's like, hey. Some people think it's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I'm like, eh, close. It does look like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And then someone, someone said, is it a Logan Paul one? I was like, no, Nightwing. But someone this past week was like, hey, is that a Nightwing bag? And I was like, we just became best friends. <laughs> All really good friends, to be fair. And they were a cool dude. I was going to say, Devoed. <laughs> they, they were a cool dude, Devoed. So it's fair. I've, 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 been, I've, oh, no. I've, I've, I've been usurped. <sighs> so, yeah. I'm sorry, mate. No, it's not that. Mm. 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 Move on to the next comic. Move on. So, yeah, this is a... Uh, Heart's broken. This is a sad... It's a sad time because I'm going to have to pass on a Nightwing book and Marvel and Mark thinks I've replaced him. Uh, the next book we're going to talk about is by Dark Horse and it's The Return of American Gods and it's also the return of Neil Gaiman on American Gods which is pretty cool. This is the it's, third... It's third cool that yet. Neil Gaiman's back in comics. He's such a busy man who's written so many successful books that he's one of those writers that you thought had probably moved on from comics yeah. so it's nice to see him back. It was a great return and it's sort of like you got this style again of american gods like the way the panels were set out and yeah. um, the different writings the uh, illustrations and i'll stuff. be honest i've never read american gods at all i've not watched the tv series and i struggled with it because of that but it doesn't mean that i didn't think that it was a good book yeah. it's just I, I i need i need some context yeah, Amer- I definitely need some context. Yeah, American Gods, the moment of the storm. Yeah, um, I I found that as well. To be fair, because I've got the audio book, and it's one of them that I've been meaning to listen to. And obviously, the TV show. Everyone always raves about it. I do. I still want to see the TV show. Yeah, this sort of left me. I think it's in a similar situation to yourself. It left me wanting to go back. Yes, more than, and I think that may have been our mistake for putting it putting this on because i didn't realize until we started reading it that this was going to be the third one of the it's, it's not standalone of the it, series yeah and that's the problem but it was it was a great introduction into the american gods art style and the yeah, way of writing and initially i was like i don't like this art but like five or six pages in, i was like i really like this it art. grows on you don't and it, 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 there's definitely an atmosphere created by the art and it's yeah it, it grew on me in a huge way as I carried on reading. Now, you can take this either as a plus or a con. So I was going to read this at night, but then I saw the art and I was sort of was like, no, I can't. You know when you're a bit sleepy? I was like, no, I have to enjoy this art, so I'm going to wait till yeah. the morning. So that was a situation for me. And then I'd, uh, I think I read another one of the books. I was like, right, now I'm going to save this one to the morning and fully um, indulge in it. And I think... You know what? If you, it'd be interesting. Really, we should like we should have picked this up if we were 
we might come back to this once we've either watched a telly show. Maybe put or, the first volume yeah. on Pull or Pass and see how that goes. Once we've engaged with American Gods. Or put American Gods on Binge It or Bin It. Yeah, yeah, that would be a good one. Once we've engaged with this world more, like either reading the comics, watching the show, reading, there's an actual book about it. Or, yeah, the audio, like, once we've engaged with it more, it'd be interesting to see think, if we would be into it. I don't this. think it's fair to call this a pull or pass. I think it's it's a hold and we'll get back to you because... It's it, the final it, it's arc, not, it? Well, at the it's moment... It's not a fair way to, to just if, pick yeah. pull or pass. I think it's, we'll put it on hold. If we're being strict, it is a pa- it's a pass for now. It is, but the, the, with a huge proviso, it's a which pa- is why a hold. No, pass for now. Oh, Pull or pass. It's not pull or pass or hold. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or wait for the trade or <laughs> all the other things we always sort of like go with. Because there's that thing in it. When you say pass, it does sound harsh, which is why I think we blabber on a bit or try and find another way to do it because it's like, no, we're not We're not saying it's bad. We enjoyed reading it. It was just, yeah, you're a bit lost, aren't you, with the fit? Like, yeah. Which is why I think the art helped because you're like, oh, this is nice. <laughs> Definitely. And, um, yeah, like... <laughs> I read the <laughs> there's a nice little introduction always in comics and when I saw final arc I was like oh this is going to be uh, <laughs> this probably isn't uh, the best time to jump on and yeah. it wasn't no <laughs> but yeah but if you have read any of this recommend it I recommend it um, it was a good story and you will probably make sense of a lot more of the stuff that happens so yeah I guess it's like trying to jump onto the the latest series of Game of Thrones without watching the rest yeah don't do that (laughs) don't do that the last book we're going to talk about is Fair Lady by Image and this was sort of like one of those nice little um, fairy tale worlds um, books Uh, what did you think of the book well I I I thought it was stylistically superb I um, loved the innovative use of the long panels I thought that was quite unique and it's we, we talked about how, like, using different artists is becoming quite common for, like, different thoughts and things, and that, that becoming less unique, whereas I, I can't think of anyone who uses that at the moment. And it, 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 I, I at least noticed something that I thought was unique, so it hasn't been done that much, I don't think. Yeah, and if it has been done, it's by something and you haven't read. And it's, it's, yeah, it's one of them. And it's a concept that's clearly been done with a very deep love and care and preparation, and this is their world that they want you to love as much as they do. There's, there's a real... I, I feel like there's a real passion behind this book, and I, you, can, you can gather that just from the first issue. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. What I liked as well was the different creatures and characters we saw. Like, yep. um, I'm not going to say feline because they will uh, they'll attack you. Ooh. <laughs> but I liked those characters. And with these fantasy books, I feel like it's really important to establish the world that's in. And obviously, you got that fairy tale fantasy vibe yep. from it. Definitely fairy tale. And you, the creatures that we met were great. Were co- like, it was really cool to see. And it was really, um, there was great characters. It reminded me of, oh, one of the animes, but I can't remember which one is it might be the one you know with the sandwiches and that and stuff like that i have no idea what you're talking um about. oh come on mr weeaboo over here oh, no, you're talking about samurai pizza cats no no that's a deep weeaboo cut i meant like a um, studio ghibli film but yeah i oh, like uh, my neighbor totoro is that what you mean uh no i don't think so anyway but we'll keep talking about this book <laughs> um but yeah, I like. Um, what else did I like? I sort of like the war, the war they were setting up. Um, I also liked that there's, there's 
it's, it's, we had like a whole month on like femini- feminism and like in yeah. representation book and I feel like this is another strong one um, I'm just looking now at the sort of like um, the the what the uh, blurb to sort of sell you on it and the big thing they put in bold was rat queens and stuff like that so it's um, which I don't like actually really <laughs> no I didn't enjoy rat queens so it's sort of interesting that they're getting that and I think it's one of them the thing that just um, pointed out that was just a clear point for me was just the way image market their books if that makes sense because everything is unique or everything's almost like a new story and they all sort of have their ends whereas like with your Marvel your DCs yeah. and like you say with Dark Horse it's always um, you can say sort of with Dark Horse you always have your certain properties and will always like come back to them or like something else will happen but with this it's sort of like oh no this is like one of our previous works so this is like this and it's comic books tend to be episodic with a cliffhanger at the end of a at the end of the each month's book to entice you to buy the next comic book whereas fair ladies gives you the at the very start says this is a complete story and this is what we're going to do and then in the editorial it says we're going to do a complete story with every issue yeah so that's i think that's kind of brave because they're relying on how confident they are that this is a cool world that they don't need cliffhangers because they think that their product is strong enough that you will always come back for a new story even if you don't need to know what happens at the end of the last one. I that's, think it, that's brave. I think it's something different as well because, like, there's... Yeah, there are the almost, like... There's obviously many different types of comic books, but if we're looking at it in a narrow-minded... Na- a more narrow way, there is those, like you say continuous running stories which is very hard to do and like um we're seeing it more and more creep into film and we're seeing it not work in film and we're seeing it work in film but with these it's like you say it's just having one story known oh this is just it's sort of it leads itself to like sort of trades as well like trades are sort of um you know having one complete story it does help it um it does help for for books like this um just because you know you can get one whole thing and like oh that's a complete story i don't need to worry about anything else and i can read this and just enjoy it like a lot of the books we've been looking on polar pass have been like this is part one of four this is yeah yep. so it's uh it's nice to see and this is a it's a cool interesting story now it's time for the big question are you pulling the rest of this story not sure i really mm. did like it but i'm a sucker for a for a um for a cliffhanger and it was a lovely story and I enjoyed it. I don't need to pick up the next book because there isn't a cliffhanger. But I kind of want to. So it's probably not a put on my pull, but it is a book that I will buy again, I think. So pull or pass. I'm going to press you this on it. I guess it's pass. If it's but I'll probably two. pick up the odd one. Pick up, yeah. As a tra- it, you're as right, a tra- it's a pass because it's not going on my pull. But it's not a book that I don't want to continue to read at various points. I'll probably pick it up as and when yeah, I see, when you it. see it. And it I, I think it's fun. And I won't need to, because they're all complete stories, I won't need to Yeah, need to buy it religiously, you know? Do you think it would be a trade? Like, would you pick up on trade, maybe? It might be easy. Because probably. It might be easy probably as well. Probably because- thinking about it. The people who are going to pull this, the the if this is going book is going to be in stores, it's either people are going to pull it and like you're going to have one copy and that one copy is going to go to someone so you're probably not going to be able to 
relaxly pull it if that makes sense mm. she's not going to be able to go in like next month and being like oh oh no I think it said May 15th was the next issue or something oh that might have been another one but you know what I mean you might yeah, not yeah, have yeah. to come in a couple of weeks after it's released and be like oh it's no longer here um, mm. so it might have to be a I think we'll for me I'm th- this week I put myself at a little um, thing I was like no you're going to have to you keep saying pull on this and you keep saying and like you have to sort of be more almost balanced but also almost responsible with great power comes great responsibility with great comics must also come great responsibility of purchase so i i'm starting to think that i need to be maybe use pull more maybe use pass more but also be like less it's hard though isn't it because a lot of it is very very good yeah and i think that's just an important thing to do we highlight that the book is great but for us we're not going to put it on our pull and i guess it's also a personal taste thing so yeah, but if you if you're into that sort of like fairyland sort of um, sort of cool creatures um, kind of world, I'd definitely recommend it. But yeah, for me, it's a pass. But that's ours to our two thoughts. And like we say, at the end of the day, sometimes polar pass does come to personal taste. So that is why every time we do this, we ask your fellow geeky thoughts. Uh, if you check these books out, was it a pull? Was it a pass for you? Have, what else did you check out this week? There was loads of comics out, loads, is it? loads and loads. Um, we unfortunately can't cover them all because it would be a very long show and we would have restless eye syndrome, I think, or something. Or Our reading skills would improve, but everything else would probably dip it down. We probably wouldn't sleep. We wouldn't be able to do I don't much. get enough sleep anyway. Um, but yeah, what else um, did you check out this week? Um, anything you'd like recommend to other fellow geeks? Have you checked out... American Gods Eve on TV show, um, book, audio book, um, in the comics. And what would, what would you recommend us maybe delving into if we wanted to get back to the the moment of the storm and sort of give it another chance? And yeah, all your thoughts, either on a Facebook discussion group, Twitter, or YouTube comment section, which will be found behind the YouTube version of this in video form. But yeah, that is Paul Orpass for issue 27. But now it is, it's due time. Oh, it set me off sync now. I'm going to retry it. Hang on. Really? It's trade-off. That was out of tune. It's trade-off. That was still it's out of tune. It's trade-off. That was still it's out of tune. It's trade-off. Now you're just talking. It's trade-off. Oh, wait. That, that was slightly better. It's trade-off. There we go. That's the one. That's the money shot. Okay. That's it. Fraser, Chill out. So, yeah. This is a section of the show called trade-off. Now, Mark and I have, let's say, different taste when it comes to comics everyone sort of has different tastes to be fair but mark and i sort of uh almost conflicting not conflicting not anymore different melding into one now so i'm very family friendly childlike uh enjoy me superheroes mark's into his fantasy sci-fi and horror now i'm a big Freddy cat so i do enjoy the horrors you the horror is a bit harsh sometimes but yeah he's into his like image books and stuff like that it's basically the way trade-off works is uh week by week We'll give each other a trade. We'll take it in turns. So one week I'll give Mark a trade. Mark will give um, me a trade. And it's it all works all nice. And like we say, our tastes sort of have been melding into one. It's it's a cool thing as well. I, I think it, we've kind of educated each other. Yeah, it's, it's one of them where we sort of like... Um, 
it's given us an opportunity to read a book that maybe we wouldn't have done because of, like you say, personal taste and just personal preference as well. Like, it's been nice. It's been nice just to um, say these. But this week, it was Mark's turn to give me a book, and he gave me Sex Criminals by Image. Now, before we start, Fraser, I just want to do a very quick disclaimer. The book is called Sex Criminals. It is clearly a book that heavily has sex it's cl- as a theme it's clearly a family friendly comic well, I mean. we, we're a family friendly show but we are going to talk about we're not going to go into graphic detail no. but we are going to talk about sex and what sex we're gonna makes ta- you feel like we're, we're going to talk about the birds and the bees <laughs> but, but it, it, it is going to be a bit birds and the bees we're not going to be graphic about anything <laughs> to do with sex but we are going to talk about the implications of sex and, and, and what sex means to people so Slight warning, but it's we're still going to keep it family. Is that what you're going to... Kind of almost sex education rather than let's talk about sex, baby. Wait, does that make sense? Are you talking about sex education? Because I was just going to talk about... uh, um, Where was I going to go with this? It's funny because sometimes in that little introduction bit, I mention how Mark's into more adult stuff and I usually say, in a not... Not in a not safe for work kind of way, but sometimes in a not safe for work kind of way. This book is definitely not, not safe, safe for work. Definitely not something you should try and read on a train like I did myself. Definitely not something you should try and read if you're under eight, under 16. What happens if you've got the mind of an under 16-year-old like myself? <laughs> if you're a child at heart? Y- y- Peter Pan syndrome. You are an odd soul. There's no one quite like you, darling. But I was... Um, I've always been interested in this book because it's. I always go on and on about Chip Zdarsky just because I, I rate the guy he so, is your so high. Like Jughead, um, you know, Spectacular Spider Man, The Daredevil stuff he's doing now, Spider Man Life Story. I seriously rate the guy as a writer. And him and Matt, Matt Fraction's done incredible stuff. Um, he did like a really cool Hawkeye run. And, you know, the two big names in this was sort of like a big break for both of them. So it's always been one I sort of wanted to go to. And. I think thanks to them to being writers and thanks to this section, this show, and obviously yourself, I'm glad that I finally got to read this. And it was, I was sort of put at ease um, just straight away with the jokes that were in there and like the humour that I found in previous Chip Zdarsky books was there. So I was like, and it was sort of almost like it's, this is where the humour comes from. And I was like, it, that settled me in for it. And the concept of it, itself is kind of interesting so basically there's these two main characters and whenever they um finish after uh coitus is uh well, as sheldon cooper will put it they time freezes and they can do anything and they sort of become criminals from there so they freeze time and they go to commit crimes you know and sort of like oh we can just take money from there and what's interesting and then it develops that there's this organization who know that people do this so they're sort of like then wanted by this police time police sort of service and what i really liked about the book was how it sort of went through them to learning about this power and also sort of in a way sort of that discovery of your sexuality and because they sort of obviously they learn about this power through how when they're younger and start to experiment with themselves yes and then they find out um more and more when they have partners that oh no this is a regular thing this is like my superpower almost um what an odd superpower it is i know yeah i would i would never get to use it (laughs) well no no. i mean and i I am interested in your opinion as as an asexual guy what why 
how does this work for you? Can you empathise at all? What do you mean? Oh, I, <laughs> I was getting confused and I was like, do you, um, you know what? You know how they always talk, there's that Stephen King novel where it's like, oh, you get a superpower, but it's something you'd never use or something like that. Or it's yeah. um, like one of my lazy friends says, uh, oh, no, my luck could have super speed or something daft like that. I feel like if I was to have a superpower and it was a mean one, it would be this one. It's like, oh, yeah, you have the powers of Spider-Man. But it's after you have it. <laughs> Which is, is weird. Uh, I mean, obviously, I'm... I like sex. Let's, uh, there's no way of sugarcoating that. I, I, I really like sex. And, and, and sex is... It is scary. It's confusing. It can be difficult. It's, it's often not very good. Sometimes you meet someone you're not compatible with. It can be intimidating if someone is clearly more experienced than you. It's a taboo topic that people don't talk about. But sex is amazing. And this book manages to cover all of that. It treats sex with respect and it acknowledges what sex is. It acknowledges what sex does. And I, I, I just think it's... So well done. I think, yeah, the topic of sex is well covered and it's sort of, it's hidden, it's it's not forced onto you, if you know what I mean. It's sort of... No, it's not not crude. It's hidden underneath this spectacular, um, um, oh, what's the word? Like, not proposal, what's the... Oh, what is the word? Concept? Concept, yeah. You know, this spectacular sort of kooky concept. They've managed to put the like you say, the topics of sex and the taboo subjects of sex. Um, weaving in between that, so it's sort of like, yeah. you read it, oh, this is a kooky concept, this is pretty funny, but then it is, it's exploring, um, you know, sex education in a way. I wouldn't know if um, schools would uh, <laughs> would dish this out, but you know, if you Probably you're... not, but... But if... I don't your think own it would be harmful, particularly harmful. No. But maybe maybe older children. There is the, the, the artwork doesn't shy away from yeah. nudity and the graphic uh, depictions of and how think, sex works. I think that's important know? as well because it's relevant to the book. We talked ages ago about um, the the um, black label for DC and how they showed Batman nude, and it was sort of like there wasn't it wasn't adding the story. It was just showing like, oh, we can do that now, which, which whereas, feels more gratuitous yeah, than where, something like this. Whereas which, this, it's yeah. relevant to the story, and it's important that there is that behind it because I don't know if you could do a sex criminals book without showing this or without no. it just being like, oh, and then they go into this uh, little room here, and then it's, it would yeah, that would feel really really corny yeah, really cheap. cheesy and it, 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 it would i'd feel cheated yeah it the, the book is fundamentally about sex so it has to have artistic depictions I thought of all, sex i thought it was all about the crime no, <laughs> well i mean that's the thing right criminals are important part of it and that there are people that have the same power as them that don't use it for crime but it is fundamentally about sex. And, I, I, you know, th- there is an element of this story, whilst sexualized, it's a metaphor for meeting the person that you have the best sex with. And it's not necessarily the person that you fall in love with. Because you, you can yeah. have amazing sex with someone you hate. And this book doesn't shy away from no. facts like that, you know? It's, it's one of them, and it just, it's that compatibility. I got there in the end, just let me, let me, do, let me get my dyslexia dribble out. 
and then appear. Uh, you shouldn't be using phrases like dribble out right now, Fraser. Oh, gross. Uh, that's so gross. Oh. Don't know what you're talking about. Um, oh, where was I going to go with that? Anyway, I've lost my train of thought. Oh, um, yeah, so that compatibility is, because they both have that power as well, that sort yeah. of highlights the compatibility between the two. And yeah, like you say, they sort of, yeah, it's not like they, you know, I can't see him getting hitched or anything like that. But hey, who knows? Only time will tell, even if that time is frozen. Well, frozen time is a massively overdone thing. It's in Harry Potter. It's in so many things. Finding a cool way to do it, though, that was relevant relevant to your topic was... Exactly. mm, It's important. Freezing time when you orgasm is not overdone. (laughs) No. Some would say underdone. (laughs) (laughs) Or done done just right by the sounds of things. (laughs) Oh my goodness. But it's it the right, the when I very first started to read it, I wasn't sure that the artwork fitted the the content, the story, the the, the adult nature of it, because it is quite archie like, quite child childish. But then when they hit the euphoria of um of, of of climate climax climax together and there's all the conceptual whirly colorful stuff that kind of highlights that they are now outside of time that's done so well that i was a convert i i, I just think that this book is it, it, it it's it's pretty special it's interesting that you say Archie as well because um, Chip Zdarsky, who did the art on it, then went to Archie to do Jughead and it was right. It was pretty fitting. Um, yeah, really enjoyed this book. Really, really enjoyed and it. What I find, what I find um, refreshing about this book is it is a book about morals and temptation and what would you do if you could get away with I guess, stuff. I guess that's my next question. What would you do if you had this power? Um... Honestly, I'd find it really creepy if I climaxed and then the other, well, for me, the other guy... Oh, my goodness, no, you'd see their, like, sex face as well. Yeah. That would be a bit like... Mm. And the other guy, it stopped time and the other guy wasn't having sex with me anymore. I'd find that really creepy. So I'd only want to have sex with someone who had the same power as me. Yeah. I think. That makes sense. I, 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 I genuinely think it would freak me out, like it did them. And I'd like to think I'm a good person who wouldn't commit crime. But hmm. who knows? <laughs> this book, the whole book is about temptation and whether yeah. or not even good people would succumb to temptation if they thought they could never get caught. And that's the thing about criminals, we... isn't it? They're, they're complacent and then they almost always get caught. Yeah, exactly. And the book, is, the book is about sex. The book is about criminals. It really is as simple as the title suggests. Which, it, yeah, it, it's... See, I reckon I would never find out I'd have this power. <laughs> well, you wouldn't. Well, how would you? <laughs> Oh, oh boy! I could, I could have this power. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe you do. Maybe, Maybe. I do. <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! I think that's a good way to uh, finish the segment, Jack. <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed it. Finish. The I wasn't. I wasn't it. sure whether you would. You know. Oh, it's one of them. It's it's my dude. It's my dude, Chip Zdarsky, and the humour there. And I can I can take it. You know what I mean. Um, that is probably the terrible way to phrase that. That is a terrible way to end that section. No, should we find something new? Something... Mm. Well, well, do, do the usual. Tell people where they can talk about... Talk to <laughs> us about sex criminals. So, oh my goodness, another funny thing. So, 
<laughs> well, when you first gave me this and I started reading it, it was when we were doing our messages for the multiverse, and I, I, um, I did a little thing on Twitter. I was like, um, I feel like this book is corrupting me because I was asking people about their first times, but I meant first times at comic book stores. <laughs> you used the hashtag first time, and I was like, no, Fraser. <laughs> That was the influence of um, the influence of sex criminals. Now, if you want to talk about your first time on, twi- on Twitter or the Facebook discussion group, hey, why not, hey? But if you want to be a bit more close to uh, the comic book um, theme... Tell us what you think of sex criminals. Tell us criminals. what you think about sex criminals. If you've checked out, if it's something you've been meaning to, do you like the work of Matt Fraction or Chip Zdarsky? What's your favourite stuff from them? I'm sure Jacob will tune in and be like, Hawkeye! 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 Hello, Jacob. Um, but yeah, let us know what you think. Do you want to check it out after listening to us talk about it? Um, if you want to talk about sex, baby... There's another discussion group for that somewhere. Message mark. I should. <laughs> I should have. Oh, not playing. Let's talk about sex. But I should have done, shouldn't I? We sh- mm. oh. that could have been a cool end credit scene. Now, unfortunately, because um, I'm kind of happy about this because I got to prove Mark and say we can talk ages about two topics. Um, for the news, we have actually run out of time for binge it or binge it. You talked about Star Wars too much, is what happened. This is a this is a bit of a blessing in disguise, though, because Why? we get to preview instead. So um, next week we are the return of messages from the multiverse is coming. Now we will uh, do the binge it or binge it. At binge some it or point, bin, yeah, binge it or binge it's um, going that, that, for that's another, another time. But it also means that we aren't doing back to back binge it or binge it because we did it with the Flash last week. So. Yeah. Blade's going to have his time. Don't you worry about that. But, yeah, so we're doing another Messages from the Multiverse. Um, We did already preview this a while back, and I think we've mentioned it here, there, and everywhere. But it's finally going to happen next week. Um, And we're going to, once this has gone released, we're going to go all our social medias and ask away this question. We've already got some answers, um, some of which I've forgotten. So I need (laughs) to I need to write down somewhere. And, uh, yeah, so if you have given one, if feel free to do it again, and then I'll remember and go, oh, yeah, you already said this. But, so, messages from the multiverse next week. The question is, um, what comic book slash trade would you lend to a friend to either get them into comics or get them into a character? If it's to get them into a character... It'd be cool to let us know which character you, it is. Yeah, to give them a good a introduction book. to comic yeah. books, right? Um, yeah, Mark had Descender. I had um, I had Ultimate Spidey. If you want to get into Spider Man, because people are always asking me about that, um, and for just comics in general, especially if you like the MCU and you've gone into those films, uh, Civil War, because that's the one I sort of started with. There's other stuff as well. Like if you, again, it's personal taste. If you're into DC and stuff like that, there are some recommendations. And we are gonna we'll talk more as well um, next week. Um, we'll dip, throw out some suggestions as well as other people's. So yeah. Uh, Facebook discussion group. Let us uh, to answer your question and get your um, get your thoughts on air. Uh, we've got Twitter as well and YouTube comment section below. Um, oh no, it's not going to be below because this isn't for YouTube. No, um, you can go so on just the other. Two. So you can go onto any YouTube video and just like, hey, I have a recommendation. Yeah, we'll pick it up. I don't. That will be a bit harder for us to find, but yeah. Twitter, Facebook discussion group. Also on next week's show, you might have noticed we didn't review Hellboy this week because we've both been super mad busy. Fraser's been in Croatia. I've had a lot of work on. But we are going to watch that over the Easter weekend and we will do our review of Hellboy next week. Revenues is back, baby. it's, It's not. 
looking revenues. Good, is it? The, no, we the, did. The, the, we mentioned a bit last week that how like the reviews the, on Rotten Tomatoes are bad, and now the box office is looking. Bad. I haven't seen a good review of it on Facebook from any of my friends either. But I am going in with an open mind. Open mind. Open minds. I've saw one good review. Oh, okay. But he also liked Justice League, so. Oh. I don't know. So anyway, we're going to do our best to be um, non-partisan. We're going to try and um, exactly. give it a decent review, going with an open mind, but that is on the news next week. Yeah. Revenues, baby. That's not a word. Revenues. But that's it for this week. That's issue 27 done. Um, we're not joining the 27 Club because we are going to have issue 28. Wow, that was a dark way to end the show. Thank you for listening. We've had a fab time. We hope you have it too. Great Scots! It's been almost an hour. What the devil are they doing? Rest assured that I was on the internet within minutes, registering my disgust throughout the world. Thanks for listening to Geek of the Week. Be sure to tune in next week. Same Geek time, same Geek channel. And if you want to follow us on social media, it's at GOTW Radio on Twitter. Search for Geek of the Week Radio Show on Facebook. And to listen again, it's www.mixcloud.com forward slash Geek of the Week Radio Show.